I, Raymond V. Hill, consent to being recorded for the purpose of the Oral History Project for Ethnic Studies at Roseville High School. I understand that other students will listen to my story. Please tell me your name, your birthday, our relationship, and where we are. My name is Raymond V. Hill. My date of birth is June 13, 1978. Uh, I am Adeline's father, and right now we are in my home and at the dining room table. Who's the most important person in your life? That would be my mom, Joan English. Tell me about her. Uh, right now she's retired. She's currently a master gardener. Uh, she takes a great deal of pride in uh, helping people with their gardens. And she got a, uh, you know, a little certificate after she was done working in the construction industry to learn about different plants, how to properly take care of them, depending on the climate they're in and what kind of plants like certain soils, all that good stuff. But when she was working, she worked in the construction industry, and she used to be the head of a lot of construction crews. She understood the chemical composition of concrete and how to pour it, how much, uh, how deep it needs to be. Uh, she knows a great deal about transportation and the paving of the roads that we use every day, and we don't even think about it. It was all due to her hard work during her career that... Uh, led to the development of a very large community in the uh, Chicago area. It's about the size of Roseville and Folsom combined. So she was a big deal back in her day, and she decided to go uh, retire early and just talk to plants. So <laughs> I admire her choices, and I think she's really cool, and uh, she's definitely my favorite person. So about your mom, tell me about what you thought about her when you were younger. I always thought that she was incredibly powerful. Uh, I could tell that it was awkward that she was a woman who were in charge of a great deal of men on the construction crew. Uh, but she always seemed to hold her own. Nobody ever seemed to uh, think less of her because she was a woman. And if, you know, if anybody ever did, she would certainly let him know it. And uh, she would be very strong and stand up for herself. What are you proudest of in your life? Uh, back in 2009, uh, I was training for a 50-mile uh, race at uh, the AR-50. It runs from Sac State all the way to Auburn. Uh, it's a pretty pretty big race out here in the ultra running community in Sacramento. But I was a stay-at-home dad at the time, so I didn't have a great deal of time to train during the day because you know I couldn't have a uh, do all the miles pushing a double baby jogger. So what I did is I just waited till the kids went to bed. I trained at night. I logged an incredible amount of miles and battling through an injury. I was uh, suffering with plantar fasciitis. It felt like, you know, could probably better, better complete the race with a prosthetic leg and just to have my leg cut off. But somehow I persevered. I was able to make it through the whole duration of the race in my goal time. And uh, that was definitely one of the proudest moments of myself I've ever experienced. I, I wouldn't ever do it again, <laughs> but I did definitely uh, feel a lot of joy and pride. What is your earliest memory? My earliest memory is when um, we used to live in Southern Colorado. Uh, we used to uh, have a farm there and I was the only child. So I would go everywhere with my dog, Sheba. She was a Doberman pincher. But one of the, my favorite things to do, uh, and I still remember it vividly, is every day at 320, there was a freight train that would come by and it was on the very back end of our property. So me and the dog would always leave with enough time to get there and uh, wave at the freight train operator as he went by because we didn't really have a great deal of entertainment. 
and the freight train operator, who was always the same person who came by daily, he would always make sure to toss me a wave, say hello. Eventually, he started throwing candy out the window at me. So we would, uh, me and the dog would go there, we'd collect some candy, and then we'd take a walk back. And uh, that's probably where I started my love affair with the Sour Apple Jolly Rancher. That's my earliest memory. Um, so how long was the walk to the train? It was about just over a mile to the uh, back part of the property. We had a, a large piece of land that they were growing on. So we would just kind of walk directly to it, go there, eat the candy on the walk back. And it was a very pleasant time with the dog and I. What were your parents doing during the day? They were tending to the farm or doing whatever parents did. I didn't even know. I still don't know what they did. Maybe I should ask my mom. Can you tell me about your dad? What was he like? Uh, he was the oldest brother in a very large family. Uh, he was a first, uh, he was born in the United States, but his family uh, had m immigrated from a little town just a little bit outside of Mexico City. Uh, he got, went to school, he got his bachelor's degree in uh, biology. And for the time period where my mom and him were together, uh, he would uh, study behavioral patterns in lab rats, getting them to understand pattern recognition and trying to, uh, you know, basically see how smart rats could be. Uh, he didn't really like his professor very much. And unfortunately, you know, he didn't follow through with his full internship to go on to any kind of higher education. Uh, he decided to kind of revert back to joining the family business with his brothers, which unfortunately was the growing of illegal drugs in Southern Colorado. Uh, they were pot farmers, uh, but the, his brothers got into a great deal of trouble uh, and he decided that uh, he was going to take on the business full time. And uh, that left us, my mom and I, in a pretty dangerous situation where we had a lot of encounters with uh, people who dealt drugs coming around the house. Uh, and it wasn't very safe for me as a young child growing up. So that is around the time that him and my mom parted ways and uh, they got the divorce. And we moved back to Chicago with uh, my grandparents where I grew up. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite memory from school? I was uh, forced to play an instrument in high school. If I wanted to continue to play sports, that was a rule that my mom put in place. So I had to do marching band and I hated it. We had to wear the dorkiest outfits and perform during the football games. I would have much preferred to sit in the stadium and watch. But one glorious day, uh, we got an offer to perform the national anthem before a White Sox game. And it was a really wonderful experience. I was so excited because we got to attend the game afterwards. I made sure to record it when I was at the game. And then when I got home, I caught me and my friend uh, John Villanueva on the telecast of the game. And it was so fun to kind of see ourselves on tape right before our favorite team, the White Sox, played that day. So that was definitely my favorite memory from high school. How has being a parent changed you as a person? Uh, it taught me that I didn't know anything at all. Uh, <laughs> I, when I was younger, uh, in my early 20s, I definitely didn't have a lot of empathy for other parents. 
you know, if I'm on an airplane and there's a kid screaming up in the front, I would always just be so easy to throw out suggestions about what this person could do to quiet their kid. Now that I have three kids of my own, it definitely has taught me a great deal of empathy for those other parents that were de dealing with the screaming kid. I no longer feel negatively about them or no longer judge any kind of choices parents make because every day is hard and we don't know what they're going on, what they're dealing with behind the scenes. And I definitely learned to empathize with the, my fellow humans and my fellow parents regularly. Uh, it also taught me how to better care for the environment because having a lot of kids, three in my case, definitely created a lot of waste. I noticed that uh, as diaper changes were piling up with two kids, we definitely needed to make some changes and uh, pivot towards helping our environment by preserving things. And we you decided to go with cloth diapers, which was a, uh, a good idea at the time. Definitely helped keep a lot of diapers out of the landfill. And I feel good about that. So it definitely uh, gave me some pride along with teaching me the valuable lesson of empathy. How does you being a parent now um, affect how you reflect on your childhood? Uh, I was an only child, so it, it's I never really could judge how my mom did, but I know the temper tantrums that I threw and I knew why I threw them. And uh, I definitely made me respect her choices quite a bit. She had some very unique punishments when I would act out and I definitely appreciated how she would interact with me and how she would kind of forcefully make sure she was always there in front of me, even though I didn't want to see her at all or be around her. Uh, it definitely made me respect my mom much more after becoming a parent. What lessons have your work life taught you? I had a uh, boss early on in my career in sales that told me, please don't ever come to me with a question that you can easily find out the answer yourself. And I definitely keep that with me every day. I always want to try to figure out a way to answer this question without bothering somebody and figure out what the answer is just and not have to be so reliant on uh, management. Like, I think that makes me a better employee and it makes me feel more fulfilled in my job. So I took that lesson that that early manager taught me and I use that every day and I'm very thankful for her teaching me that. If you could change your profession to anything, what would it be and why? I would go back to, I would go to school and I would stick to science and I would study geology, which is the study of rocks, but not only rocks, but everything to do with rocks, like the studying of mountain ranges and uh, erosion and the movement of tectonic plates. I find that fascinating. Earth science has always been like a, a huge passion of mine, even, even as an adult not working in the field, I definitely would have definitely would have preferred to kind of go back in time, pivot my career that way, and uh, be a full-time scientist. So you mentioned that you like wanted to stay in science. Did you take science and then drop out? Or Yeah, I, I initially went to school and I was on a path for, you know, science initially. Uh, I, I did get hung up in physics. That really distracted me and I didn't get do so great in it, but I was also incredibly distracted by my personal life. Uh, when I went back to school, I didn't uh, focus on science because I was uh, got my degree online, and uh, the, you can't exactly have lab sciences when you're going to school over a computer. 
So I decided to focus on business and uh, accomplish my degree. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ellen.